Bam. We're live. Not even 12 hours. 12 hours? Tw not even 12 hours. 10 hours. Fun show with Andrew Hiller last night. Great show with Andrew Hiller last night. Uh-oh. You know what's crazy is I can't tell if I'm live anymore since I'm not. Uh... There we go. Thank you. I, I always need one comment because I can't see all, all my optics of, of what's going on on the back end since I'm not uh, on YouTube anymore have just been reduced to almost zero. Seema, good morning. Howdy. Paul, Paul, Paulina, Paulina, good morning. Robbie Myers, Slap Bill Robbie, good morning. Samantha, good morning. Live on Facebook. There we go. Bam. Kevin Smith, famous director. Good to have you. Uh, Panda HD 79. Do they have HD in 79? Uh, a Marine with a picture of uh, Matt Souza. Good morning. Eric, good morning. Uh oh. Maruchian. 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 82. Good morning. Arnon Macau. Morning, old chaps. English dude. So it's not morning for you. Guten Morgen. Oh, a redhead. God, I love a redhead. I bet you this show has a disproportionate amount of redheads. Buenos dias. From Don Kadik. Don Kadik. Don Kadik. Uh, good morning. That's probably some cultural appropriation. I don't see any Latin in you. I, uh... I've learned so much. I've learned so much uh, since I got off the show last night with Andrew Hiller. Some stuff I'm actually really excited to share with you guys. I need to change this. Something this this uh, this needs to say. This needs to say Paper Street Coffee and uh, California Hormones down there. God, I gotta I gotta find someone who can help me with all this. I wonder if I can get Will to help me with all this again. This whole back end's a mess. Uh, Sevi, how did it feel to be back on YouTube for a little taste last night? I don't know. To be honest with you, no, I felt nothing. But, um, well, that's not true. It, it's a fair question. I, I enjoyed uh, recognizing all the names again. I love it when Sevi says the dirty names. Am did I say Amanda? Amanda's, 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 Amanda Stack. Didn't say any dirty names today. There's no, there aren't any more dirty names. They're all gone. Audrey, less ass in your profile pic now, but here I am. Finally got the app working. Great. We felt it for you. Good. Good morning, Miss Math. All right. I this is uh, let's just start with uh, just I'll, I'll just indulge myself uh, for a minute. Um. I was as a uh, as a as a young homeless uh, man attempting to live the aesthetic aesthetic not aesthetic but ascetic ascetic lifestyle. I always wondered, kind of, I guess I just took it for granted, why there were in that period of my life it just there were just so many women in my life. It was it was absolutely nuts. That a, uh, a man like me could uh, attract so many women. Actually, you know it's um, you know what I was actually thinking yesterday, uh, this morning. I bet you, and this is totally off subject of where I was going about me and women. Um, 
I don't think Andrew, I think Andrew Hiller would be friends with um, Danny Spiegel and what's the other gentleman's name with the long hair, the master's guy. I don't think, I don't think Andrew actually judges them for cheating. I don't think he actually, and I need to ask him. I don't think he actually cares. And in the, in the hip and steel, thank you. Hip and steel. What's his first name? Michael, Andrew, Susan, Carol, John, John, Mike. Fuck. I think with the last name, I could figure out the first name. Douche, hip and steel? No, not exactly. Hi, hi, Dave, 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 hip and steel. I don't, I, I don't think Andrew actually cares that they cheat. In the, in the sense that, like, he doesn't judge them for it. Like, they could still come over to his house and work out, and, like, he'd break bread with them. That's how you got you Christians say it, right? Break bread. They just happen to be... Um, it's like saying that, like, a hunter hates uh, deer. I don't think he hates deer, which is kind of weird because he kills them, right? He may even love deer. Anyway, it's just it's just what he does. He doesn't. I don't think he has any ill. <laughs> He's a good person. He's a nice person. I ate Darren fajitas. I ate uh, Audrey. I ate, I ate deer fajitas last night. Yeah, to eat. He just likes eating. Danny. Yeah, Jeff's got it right here. Um, to eat. Yeah, he just wants to eat Danny. And Dave, that's it. Wad Zombie, good morning, Nick. Sevon, you know how you look at people and think how much you could change their lives if they did CrossFit? I look at people and think how different their lives would be with a bidet. <laughs> so my wife held that thing up yesterday, the bidet you got me, and she said, what are we going to do with this? And I said, "There's, I, I, I can't use a bidet. I don't even like the $5,000 bidets. I need like a $10,000 bidet. I don't even, I don't want anything plastic near, I don't like plastic. I don't like plastic. How's that? Amen, Wad Zombie. Wow, Audrey. Jumping on with the bidet. Any bidet. Just any ass washing. Man up and use it. I mean, I've used one before. I like them. I like them. Shut up, Boogie Susie. Boogie, Boogie Susie. That must be a typo or something. There's no Susies in here. Okay, anyway, but back to back to so this this explains everything. This ex, this explains my whole this 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 explains so much to me. And 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 none of my uh I never I never seem to um in in my vast harem as a young man, none of the women I ever dated were on birth control. None, zero. Zero, none. Gazillions of women in my life. Great romances, all of them. No, no, no. What you you guys call it? Agape, love, love feasts. No, nothing shallow. Just all, all amazing. But this explains it all. Here we go. 
guy, Bruce Vedekind in Switzerland, who did research that's become known as the sweaty t-shirt study. He uh, got a bunch of guys who were deficient in one part of their immune response, and then a bunch of women who were also deficient in one part. The immune response, it's called the compatibility index. Let's say it has five elements. So they would find a bunch of guys who were low in one or two or number three or number four, whatever, and women who had the same different deficiencies. The hypothesis was that a woman who's low in factor three won't be attracted to men who are low in factor three. They'll be attracted to men who are high in factor three because then the babies will be healthy, right? So he gets these guys to wear t-shirts for three days and nights with no deodorant, no showers, no soap, nothing, and puts the t-shirts in plastic bags. Then he has the women smell the bags and mark on a piece of paper how attractive they thought the men were based only on the smell of the t-shirts. And he found that with 80% of the women, they chose as he predicted, that they chose the men high in the thing that they were low in and they avoided the men who were low in the thing that they were low in. But in about 20%, they seemed to be choosing random. So he went back and looked at the women again and found that those 20% were on birth control pills. Whoa. So the birth control pill short circuits that response. So think of how many couples have gotten together when she's on the pill and they both like Louis C.K. Joe's looking into <laughs> Joe's looking into the distance. I, I, I wonder what that Louis C.K. comment was. They both they both like Louis C.K. But anyway, that explained it. That explained it. I'm, I mean, those 20 percent of all the women on the planet were in love with me. And I, and I, I was a smelly homeless guy and they just they just knew it. They just knew. Uh, I'm worried about Sevy streaming last night with Hiller. I think it violates their TOS. What's that mean? Terms of terms of. You you think that I'm just not allowed to be on YouTube at all? Like my face, period. I don't know. Yeah, this is real. Birth control has fucked up a whole generation. Well, it's. I just know for me it was good because it weeded out all the all those kind of girls. So and 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 I and I was uh, extremely um strict and disciplined about my condom use. Although when I tell my wife that she says she says that I that there was a period where I was trying to put it in her without a condom, but I'm I'm in full denial. I'm like that's not true. That is, that is not true. Anyway, there we go. Don't, it, it would be so funny too. I would have all these, I had all these friends and there were people I know who'd be like, you have to have money and you have to have a job and you have to have a nice car. Dude, I had the greatest group of the most beautiful, talented, strong women. And I had none of that. I was just me. Just a horny little 24. I don't know, 20 to 25 year old dude walked around barefoot. I'm seeing so much stuff on barefoot walking now again. It's like making a comeback again. It's nuts. Stuff about this thing called grounding. You guys know about that? Supposedly like you put your feet on the ground and you walk around and it, it heals you. It's literally called birth control. Uh, Audrey, I was on it for 15 years, got off at 30. It's a trip. Those studies that talk about how it makes women attracted to beta men's a trip too. 
Anyway, okay. Well, that that I I'm I'm um very happy about this. Then we quickly move to five twenty one today in the show. Uh, absolutely amazing video. This is a a a as I as I like to say a museum. I stole this from Greg. A museum quality specimen of the left's ambiguity. The woke, the woke talk. Oh my goodness. I watched last. There's this group called the Young Turks. Man, they are a despicable, horrible set of people. For the exact same reason um, that, that of, of what I just did. Man, they are just. They bring up these topics and they don't add any logical value to them. They don't speak about them in an open mind. They just push their agenda. There was a, um, they were, there was a, uh, that, that, that astronomer guy, Neil deGrasse or whatever, whatever his, that guy's name is, was uh, in a conversation with that little Jewish dude that talks in the high voice. And they were having a discussion about transgender. And Neil would not stay on subject. And then they would play a clip of it. And then these young Turks would talk about how, how Neil destroyed this, this little guy. What's, the, what's that guy's name? He's really famous. Um, he, he always wears the yarmulke. It's become a theme for this show where I always have to ask people. Oh, ben Shapiro, thank you. Yeah, it was that Neil Neil deGrasse guy. Neil is does he have Tyson in his name too? Neil Tyson deGrasse. It sounds like some sort of like frozen chicken dinner company or something. But uh, he, they're they're having a discussion, and Neil won't stay on subject. He basically keeps what he keeps he it's 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 a, it's a, it's a trick on ad hominem what Neil's doing. He keeps drawing Ben into the conversation instead of instead of saying staying focused on the conversation. Basically, what he does it's a cousin of ad hominem. Instead of name calling, that's usually what ad hominem is. Uh, ad hominem is, um, but also if you draw someone into the conversation, like if you say to them, "Why, well, why do you even care if men play in women's sports?" Like as soon as you say that to the person, you you've left the debate. You've left the discussion. You've drawn them into it. Instead of using two minds to solve a problem, you're now arguing with the person. And, and Neil keeps doing that to Ben Shapiro. And, and Ben doesn't handle it well. He doesn't handle it bad, but he doesn't catch what Neil's doing. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, that guy, that guy, I don't know. I haven't heard anything smart that guy said. That he probably is really smart, but he says a really a lot of dumb shit. It's a, he doesn't know what science is, first of all, which was fascinating. He tries to define science in that conversation with Ben Shapiro, and he doesn't know what science is. Listen, people, no real scientist uh, thinks that the, what they're saying is objective truth. They know that it's whatever it's whatever has the greatest predictive value. They know that all, everything is going to be proven wrong someday. It's in constant flux. Okay, you're going to really like this. This is... This is great what I'm about to show you. This is this is so good. Uh, whoever sent this to me, thank you. This is one of the I get sent a lot of stuff in in even the stuff I like, I'm often not impressed by, but this is really good. Holy cow. Mostly because it's just caught on film. It's not even um 
you know, leaves fall from trees all day in my backyard, but someone might come back and film it and catch it perfectly. That's what this is. This is, this happens nonstop. It's just amazing that it's caught on tape like this. Yeah. I think that guy might be an idiot. That Neil guy. I need to go back and, and see some of his work, but he, he's, uh, he's, he's confused. He's definitely confused. He's very close-minded. Okay. Um, uh, by the way, I judge you. When you talk, I judge the shit out of you. This girl, um, uh, Jessica, I judge the shit out of you. I, I, everything you say, I just think you're smart. I'm like, oh, she's smart. So I'm judging you, just so you know. I don't judge everyone in here, but you I judge. So uh, Jessica says, he says a lot of really dumb shit makes me think he's bought and paid for. And I think, oh, shit, Jessica might be on to something because I judge her because I think she's smart. Now, this person, I don't know who this is, says Neil's such an idiot, and I just, I just see it as a comment. No, I don't judge it. I just say, okay. Interesting. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I, and, okay, here, here, okay, ready? You guys ready? Enjoy. Just take a deep breath. Hold your coffee in both hands like a, and, and look out your window and just really enjoy this. I have a hateful thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit a, a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of, those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is I'm, that not, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm, saying, well, I'm just curious. What you, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con content. And I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and, if, and you just said that if something is slightly <laughs> sexist, that's hateful content does that mean that it should be banned well you've asked me you've asked me whether my feed whether it's got less or more it, i'd say it's got slightly more that's what i'm asking for examples can, right. you, can you name one example i, I honestly don't need I, I, honestly you i can't don't, name I, a single example i'll tell you why because i don't actually use that for you feed anymore because i, I just don't particularly like it you said actually, a lot of people a lot of people are quite similar i i, I only well, i only look well, at hang my, on a second you said you've following. seen more hateful content but you can't name a single example not even one I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I, well, then how did you see the hateful content, content? Because I've been, I've, been using, I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the, you, for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. And you I, can't I, give us a single I, one. And, I, and I'm saying... I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con content, not even one tweet. And yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well... That's a fault. Hateful. What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit a, a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is that I'm what not, you're I'm not saying. How amazing is that? He has no example. You're sitting in front of Elon Musk, telling him that his platform is is has more hateful and sexist content. But you don't have one example. Of course you don't. Conjecture, you're being nice. You're being nice by calling it uh, conjecture. Well, right, Chris, uh, Biesterfeld, Besterfeld, Biesterfeld, Savon. I'm sorry this happened to you, Sevon. I don't know what being canceled feels like, but I'm sure it hurts. You're only trying to seek the truth. That's it. We love you, and we will follow you anywhere you go. Big love sent your way. Oh, thank you. 
I don't know. I feel like maybe that should have been said at the beginning or the end of the show, but it's, it's good anywhere. Who am I? I'm an English teacher. It's just some strong sentiment in the middle of the show. You know, it's it's like I'm running a 400 meter sprint and I'm at the 300 yard line. I haven't won the race yet. And you threw some roses out at me, but, but I appreciate it. Who am I to talk shit? Thank you. But, I, but I'm not picking up that rose right now. And it doesn't hurt. I don't know if it hurts. I don't know if hurts is the right word. I have felt a little tripped up though, but I got a bunch of shit going on. Like, like a bunch of little things going on. I don't have Caleb and Matt anymore. That, and that really fucking sucks. I mean, that's a, th- I would take, I would take Caleb and Matt before I would take YouTube. Like if I had to choose, could you want Caleb on every show or YouTube, Caleb? I wouldn't even think twice. I, I just really miss Caleb. And I don't really tell, I mean, I tell him that. I don't think he knows like how much I miss him. I mean, it, we were, we were just on a roll. Oh, you felt compelled. Okay. That was Jesus speaking through you. Oh, fine. I understand. But I'm still ice skating and doing tricks and you threw roses out there and now I might trip on them. Yeah, he's so quick. He Caleb's a shit. And I'd like any laugh and I can look at him. Like if I'm feeling a little insecure, I can look at him and like he'll laugh at my jokes and shit. And like like I like I'm 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 strong with him. You know? There's bumpers on the show. Uh Samantha Hayden, Sevon hasn't been canceled. Being canceled involves mass public shaming. I don't think that's happened. This is just a blip on the board. I, I, they did around CrossFit though. They tried to cancel me and in, in, in that little world, I don't know if tried's the word they did what a fucking amazing job. I, I did an amazing job. I had an amazing job and I was fired for fucking lies and, uh, for the exact opposite of the shit I did. Anyway, good kudos to Elon. Fucking shit up. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I, I didn't know if I wanted to share this. Not because, I just don't know if, this is kind of long and I don't know how well it translates to podcast. Someone the other day called me a YouTuber and that kind of got in my head a little bit. I'm like, am I a YouTuber? I don't know if I'm a YouTuber. Um, but uh, this is, uh, I, have, I haven't seen this um I've seen a lot of, you know, the Rubik's Cube's been around forever. Back when there were only three TV stations, um, there would be cool Rubik's Cubes tricks uh, on TV. You know, they would do whole shows of people like setting world records with the Rubik's Cube. But I've never seen this. Uh, This guy takes a Rubik's Cube that's all messed up and looks at it and then picks up another Rubik's Cube that's solved and closes his eyes and makes it identical to the Rubik's Cube that's all messed up. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, I thought it was a joke at first, and then I got hit with the most insane shit I've ever seen today. Yeah, that's a... Um, that's a... Whoo-wee. That's something... It's a different kind of horsepower. I wonder what other stuff that that uh, translates to. That kind of thinking. <clears throat> My son carries a Rubik's Cube wherever he goes. Can he solve it? 
Yeah, he memorized something. He memorized. Uh, I actually, I don't even know. I def, okay, I don't. I don't even know what he did. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, hey, hey Hal Row seventy two. You shut your fucking mouth. Uh, Hal writes, just tell Caleb how you feel. Don't keep it all in. If Caleb truly loves you, he'll wait for you. Eat a dick. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Uh, what's so crazy about it? He's he's the one who messed up the first one. He probably just messes it up in a certain pattern. Okay. Good. Magic trick uh, solved. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, one down, one up. Two to the left, three up, two to the right, three up, two down, one to the right. You mean like that? Like he's got like some sort of, all right. I guess, I guess to, we need to test uh, Heidi's hypothesis. We have to give him one that's like messed up that, that I messed up or that you messed up. Yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, Heidi's smarter than the host of the show and the Rubik's Cube guy. Not a problem. Not a problem. There's something really cool about African accents. You guys like those? Hearing African dudes talk, especially the men. I like listening to the men talk. It's cool. It's a nice accent. It's it's even better than the English accent, even. My gender. Mm. I'm a mechanic. Mm. Mechanic. Mechanic. That is your gender. Yeah. What is your gender? My gender. Mm. I'm a mechanic. I like the way he turns his head. I'm a mechanic. I'm, I'm I'm a mechanic. I'm a pussy mechanic. I'm a pussy mechanic. Mechanic, mechanic. That is your gender. Yeah. What is your gender? What is your gender? My gender. My gender. I'm a mechanic. I'm a mechanic. I'm a pussy mechanic. Mechanic, mechanic. That is your gender. Yeah. Hey, you think that person laughing in the background is laughing at him because of the because of his answer? Or is that like a chicken getting its head cut? What is your gender? My gender. Mm. I'm a mechanic. Mm. Mechanic. Mechanic. That is your gender. Yeah. God, that, look at that jacket too. That green jacket. Holy cow. Yeah, South African accent is great. I don't think that's set up. I don't think that's set up. I think that that, that dude just... I think it's just a joke on just how ridiculous gender is. It can be anything. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Samantha Hayden with some intelligence. This guy's probably from a place that has real actual problems. Like like, like no clean water, right? Shit like that. Um, snakes in your bedroom. Not like in America where we have to find problems and stuff to complain about. He doesn't understand the question because it's so asinine. Uh, it's hard to... Um, Oh, it's a chicken laughing at his answer. That's good. God, Heidi, you're cool. That's good. That's fast. That's fast. That's really fast. I saw um on Patrick Bed David's podcast. I don't know if it's real. I don't know. I don't know if the facts are real from from his podcast. But I saw on the Patrick Bed uh, Bed David podcast that uh. Let me see if I can find the exact numbers here. Um, 
Bud Light sales have dropped between 30 and 58% across the nation in bottles, cans, and drafts. I think drafts is like when you go into a bar and you pull that handle down. And and this is the, the, he also reported this that the drop is largest in gay bars, meaning gay people aren't 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 like stoked on the tranny shit. They're not like they don't got Dylan Mulvaney's back. I don't know where Patrick Vet David got that um that stat either, and and I didn't validate it. Because part of me, I'm, I'm having trouble believing the go woke, go broke thing. I really am. I really am. Okay, here we go. Real man of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Budweiser head of marketing guy. Only you could take a beer and make it. Oh, no. 20 years of amazing ad campaigns. And this is where we end up. Not gonna buy it. What the fuck were you thinking? I mean, that's my sentiment. Oh, this is good. Mr. Ortega. Uh, I asked my mom what, what was my gender. She called me a pendejo. Smacked me and told me to wash dishes. So, yep, that's, there's that. Wow. I'm gonna have to look. I think pendejo is asshole. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Uh, uh, let me see. Pendejo. Uh, it says it's a vulgar and slang, a contemptible person. What does pendejo actually mean? Um, pendejo. Mildly vulgar insult for asshole or idiot. So it's not even, wow, it's not even like specific. It's just, just. Pendejo, pendejo, pendejo. Someone on Facebook said it's funny to see rednecks finally participating in cancel culture. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling a little defensive about that. I don't know if that's cancel culture. I don't know if that's cancel culture. I think that's like, I, like people, people, People buy, people are into brands, right? Like, I get, people will buy stuff. Like, all those women who have bags that have like Gucci symbols on them or shit like that, you know, all that. I assume all, none of those women are buying those bags because they like those bags. I think that's all like um, a, a statement you're trying to make, right? That you're trying to show off a brand that you think adds value to you. And then maybe it's just being comfortable and trusting brands, right? Like there's an image. So I think Budweiser at Anheuser-Busch had built this image and a brand that people were comfortable with, maybe a status. And so I think they feel a little uh, betrayed. It's like this. And it's hard to rebrand. This is kind of a fascinating thing. Uh, thought about rebranding so when the nazis were gonna when the nazis were gonna kill the jews and they were before the nazis were gonna kill the jews they were trying to figure out how they were gonna deal with the jews right and they studied um slavery in the united states very closely and they were trying to figure out how the south dealt with 
um, black people and white people. It, it wasn't it wasn't just black people. The South was wanted to make all of the uh, blacks and white and white farmers of the North indentured servants. No one ever talks about that. We're going to talk about that today a little bit. I saw something today in, uh, that I can't even believe. Did you know that the first slave in the United States was owned by a black man? That that I, I fucking found that for someone said it on the on the internet and I'm like, there's no fucking way that can be true. And and I fucking did the research and it's fucking a hundred percent true. From one of the and you can find it on one of the far left uh, rags that the internet has, Wikipedia. It's absolutely nuts. But we'll get to that in a second. So think about think about what the Nazis did. They the, the Nazis was a brand, right? I mean, at least to us today, maybe back then it was a political party, but today it's a brand and it's a really bad brand, right? Like even if like you're a Buddhist and you those Buddhist symbols that look like the Nazi symbol, they got, I mean, those are older than the Nazi symbol, but no one would dare put those up in front of their house, right? Buddhists are like, fuck that. The Nazis fucked that symbol up, right? So here you go. Uh, the Nazis have been unable to rebrand since 1940. You can't be a Nazi today. And be like, yeah, it's a great party. It was really disappointing what happened with the Jews. By the way, they killed just as many non-Jews as Jews. But it's really disappointing what happened with them executing so many people and their their plan for eugenics. Like they're struggling to fucking rebrand. But the Democrats, who even up until the 1960s, that's 20 years after the Nazis voted against the Civil Rights Act kept wanting to oppress black people. They've had no problem rebranding. They lynched 4,000, more than 4,000 black people and the same amount of white people in the United States. They lynched 8,000 fucking people or something like that in the United States. Now, I know it's not fucking 3 million Jews or 2 million Jews, whatever, and another 2 million fucking non-Jews. But the Democrats rebranded like a motherfucker. For some reason, it's like totally okay to be a Democrat. All you have to be is like, oh, no, that's the old Democrats. You, The Nazis, uh, they have been completely unable to do that. Oh, those are the old Nazis. These new ones love the Jews. We want reparations for the Jews. We're the new Nazis. I'm huge right now. I can't even believe how big I am. I should have never got on the scale. I feel like a giant. Not in a bad way. Robbie Myers, uh, Joseph Gobbles, after branding the Nazis, he then moved to America to work for the cigarette industry. Is that true? Uh, Samantha Hayden, uh, when you control the media and control education, it's a hell of a lot easier to rebrand. Yeah. So that's the problem. I mean, it's crazy that the Democrats were able to rebrand. Remember yesterday when 12 Doses was in here and he's like, uh, those were the old Democrats. I mean, that's the kind of shit your parents tell you. Those are the old Nazis. It's fine. No, 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 no. Those are the old Democrats. These new ones, it's great what they do. They don't oppress the backs. They go to their neighborhoods and hand out needles. By the way, it's not just the blacks. It's anyone poor. I should stop saying the blacks. It's a mischaracterization. Skin color has nothing to do with it. Anyway, pendejo, pendejo. That's what that's what twelve doses is sometimes a pendejo. Okay, so beer. 
I, it's fun. I, 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 it's cool. No one should be drinking anyway. Alcohol is stupid. Okay, here we go. You're going to love this. This takes a little work. This is going to be a little slow. Uh, bear with me. It's, it, come, it, it starts fast, but then we're going to have to do a little research together. This is what I saw last night, and, and I didn't believe this when I saw this, when I heard this. Here we go. Officer Tatum. Who was the first legal slave owner in, in slavery history in this country? Who, who was the first legal slave owner? Does anybody know his name? Nobody know his name? Anthony Johnson. Have who was the first legal slave owner? Who was the first legal slave owner in the United States? It, and it's kind of a misnomer to call it the United States because it wasn't the United States then, but let's move on. You ever heard of Anthony Johnson? What color do you think Anthony Johnson is? He's black. Go look it up. Don't believe me. I know something. Raise your hand if you if you think I'm lying. Raise your hand. I don't. I'm not gonna get hurt. I'm not feeling. You're lying. Anthony. I just I just don't believe you. I just don't believe you. Fuck Whitey. Anthony Johnson, first legal slave owner in the United. There's no way the first slave owner in this country could be black. There's no fucking way. In our history of slavery in this country, was a black man. Go look it up. Okay, fuck you. I'll look it up. They got his stuff plastered everywhere. But they won't tell y'all that in school. Yeah, why won't they tell me that in school? You think, oh, those pants are too tight on them? Because they needed to be the white man. Now, I don't know if that's true, if they needed to be the white man. I don't know who he means they. But there's no way that the first slave in the United States is owned by a black man. Now, I told you in some of my other research that the South didn't want to just enslave blacks, that they wanted to come up to the North, and they wanted to enslave all the white farmers too. And they basically said it the exact same way Klaus Schwab said it. They said, working for us, they didn't use the term slave, you will live a better life than being free in the North, meaning we'll make sure you have food, water, and shelter. And that'll be a better life than what you have in the North as a struggling farmer. Devesh Maharaj. Picking up on the word legal. So I, I look up, I look up uh, um, Anthony Johnson. And uh, what do I find? That he, uh, that originally people, both white and black, both white and black, everyone, Tons of people were brought to the United States of America. Were brought, let's call it North America because it wasn't the United States back then. They were brought to North America as indentured servants. They were not brought here as slaves. They were brought here as indentured servants where they would work between four and seven years, and then they would earn freedom. And then after you worked as an indentured servant for several years, you were granted land by the colony. Anthony Johnson later then became a tobacco farmer in Maryland. He then brought other indentured servants to come work for him. He brought an indentured servant to his land to work it, and that indentured servant had a baby. And that baby's name, forget the first name, uh, was I think the first name was Kasur, C-A-S-O-R. 
C-A-S-O-R, Kasor. There's a link here to that guy's name. One, oh, oh, maybe it's down here in, uh, uh, let's see, later life, Kasur lawsuit, hold on, biographies, is it? Yeah, here, uh, it's here. Let me see if I can find the link to his name. Oh, here it is. Uh, with his own indentured servants, Johnson ran his own tobacco farm. In fact, one of those servants, John Kasur, would later become, here it is, uh, one of the first American, uh, first African men to be declared indentured for life. So here's what happened. This guy had an indentured servant on his property. That indentured servant had a kid, and that kid then became the property of Anthony Johnson. And in that wiki article on Anthony Johnson, they call it indentured servant for life. But when you go to John Kasur's page, Anthony Johnson, a black man from Angola, from uh, Angolan, that must be somewhere in Africa. Uh, became the first slave. It, it says it in here. It's funny how they switch from uh, indentured servant for life to slave. All of a sudden, that's when the word slave started being used. Eventually, he did set uh, John Kasur free, but but John Kasur, by law, became an indentured servant for life, and that was the first slave. Now, just think about that. Uh, in this, uh, have we uh, defined indentured servant? Just from the from the two wiki articles I read, indentured servant was someone based, and this is still happening all over the world, by the way. I saw this happening in Lebanon when I was there, and I saw this happening in the UAE when I was there. It's basically – and we know from uh, Jorge Ventura it's happening here in California. They basically bring people to a land, so they take like four, four uh, Chinese cats, and they're like, hey, we'll pay for your travel, your housing, and your food, but you have to come work for us for four years in the United States. They bring them to California, and you got to water marijuana farms for four years. Indentured servant. Then after four years, your shit's paid off. They set you free. I remember 60 Minutes did an article on that, uh, not an article, uh, a, a piece on that when I was a kid with um, uh, Mexicans working in the fields in California. They basically did something even worse than indentured servants. They had the Mexicans here working, and they made it so that no matter how hard they worked, they always owned the uh, owed the farmer uh, farm factories money. So even after four years of slaving in the fields picking fucking kale, uh, when their four years was up, they still owed the farmer's money, so they would be stuck there forever. China and Russia do it with the timber trade. Yeah, that all makes sense. And the indentured servants were not all black. Matter of fact, one I think one of the articles I read said that they were equal white and black. Reparations. Reparations. Crazy. So I guess it's true. First slave owner in the United States is a black dude. Go figure. How does that work into the reparations? God, the reparations thing is so fucking crazy. It goes against everything we are as a country. Uh, yesterday, so we've had some people on the show who think it's like we're making a, mo uh, uh, a molehill out of an anthill, an anthill out of a molehill, a mole mount. We're making it a bigger uh, issue than it really is. It's because they don't want to look at the kids. 
Like no one gives no one gives a fuck if you're a tranny. Just don't fuck with the kids. Mountain out of a molehill. But here it is, man. Here it is. A sex book for the ABCs. Why? This is what they're trying to teach the youths them? Come. B is for buy. C is for coming out. D is for drag. Fam, fire that book. Yo, I'm not fucking winners. And this is what they're trying to teach the youths them? This isn't a joke book. This isn't a joke book. Come. B is for buy. C is for coming out. D is for drag. Fam, fire that book. That's a great drop kick. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. Look at two Armenian dudes just understanding movement. No, not Mike Hunt. That's like, that's joke shit. Yeah. And I ask you, and I ask you, for all you people out there who don't appreciate a good religious person, do you think the author of that book is Muslim or Christian? No. Think the author of that book is a libertarian or a Republican? No. Do you think that book plants seeds into kids' heads that they shouldn't be thinking about? Yes. Yes. If you don't know your ABCs, can you imagine? I'm going to teach you the letter the letter B today, and I'm going to talk to you about being bisexual. Holy fuck, man. Holy fuck. Holy fuck, we live with fucking wackadoodles. Oh, my God. And then these idiots pivot and they're like, hey, you're being homophobic or transphobic. Are you fucking kidding me? That book should be at a fucking bar. They don't know the letter. Some kid doesn't know the letter B, but you're going to teach them about bisexuality. You're a fucking scumbag of the highest order. They don't have, so they're always like, when you know when you say, uh, hey, um, the straight people aren't doing that, and people be like, because the straight shit's everywhere. Well, I've never seen an ABC book introducing kids to sex. Never, not one. You should have to be 21 to buy that fucking book. Okay, 18. Okay, 17. This is we're gonna listen to this a few times. I I, I think the, I, I honestly think this chick is on to something, right here. I am not saying we should kill all the stupid people, but let's just start taking some warning labels off some shit. Let it sort itself out. Look, I am not saying we should kill all the stupid people, but let's just start taking some warning labels off some shit. 
let it sort itself out. God, that's good. Hey, what's up with her eyelashes right here? Um, I could count her eyelashes. Like my eyelashes, I feel like are just like a wall of shit. You know what I mean? Like there's so many and they're so close together. But hers are, um, hers are, like I can see how many there are. Uh, Danny Spiegel's are like that too. Or, or, or is it because they're, um, like, like how men lose their hair, women lose their eyelashes? What the fuck is going on? Makeup, makeup does that. Like you put on too much makeup and they lost, they lost some eyelashes, or they're clumped together. She has individual extensions. Well, she should have more of them extended. How come? I think you're supposed to have like a wall. Like mine are mine are packed fucking together in there. Like you can't be you couldn't look through them. It's like a curtain. They're stuck together from the goo. Oh shit. Once you go fake, you have to have them done all the time. Fuck that. They're combed. They're clumped. If they were combed, cumbrellas. Wow, that's, wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, we're going to have to take a break for the show. Cumbrellas. Holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Cumbrellas. Cumbrellas are in between. Uh, cumbrella, 18. Oh, my God. Holy shit, this is real. Oh my goodness. I don't know if this is real. Wait till you see. This is incredible. Wow, Justin, you you are uh someone give this guy a wrench. This is high-level contribution. Uh Cumbrella in 1882, London prostitute Gerda Pradel Pradel Peridel 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 in 1882, London prostitute Gerda Peridel invented elongated eyelashes or cumbrellas to block semen from getting in working girls' eyes that are worn today as common fashion. That cannot fucking be true. This is the real content. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cumbrellas. I, I, I'm, I, wait, let's, uh, let's get another source for this. This is, um, hold on. We need another source. Uh, Cumbrellas, history. Is there, is there, oh, I wonder if Wiki has a, this, uh, oh my God, USA Today. Oh my God, there's a USA Today. And uh, Canadian inventor pat patented false eyelashes. Okay, hold on. Let's, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this. Cumbrellas. That's one of those things if my mom hears, I'm not going to be allowed to say, I don't think. Uh, on social media, media, a viral claim is forcing false eyelash wearers to confront the beauty accessories' alleged lewd history. Several popular images inaccurate, inaccurately claim a 19th century prostitute invented the cosmetic accessory to protect her eyes from bodily fluids. Uh, shut the fuck up. You mean cum? Semen. Uh, uh, 
Let's see. The false claim is accompanied by an imagery of uh, contemporary French actress Alice uh, Renault did not invent lashes and she was not a prostitute. Well, that's not the name we were given. Uh, while Googling that phrase may generate these results, that does not make the uh, memes claim true. <laughs> kind of like how the uh, wh everything that there's said out there about the injection. Uh, fake eyelashes were patented by a Canadian inventor in 1911. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Societies have coveted long eyelashes and individuals have tried many techniques to uh, meet these beauty standards. I, I, I will tell you this. Uh, they're definitely used to attract m more dick. Like, I have to assume, like, if you have fake boobs and fake eyelashes and you straighten your hair and just do all that stuff, I mean, I, I'm guessing, I'm sure someone's going to say, no, they do it for themselves to feel good. What does that mean, to feel? Why do, why do those things make you feel good? Well, because you attract more dick. Uh, that's fair. Eric says, I believe Urban Dictionary over USA Today any day. That's that's fair. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is ridiculous, as ridiculous as what Ortega is saying. Would you have an ABC book where C is for Cumbrella and teach your kids that? But no, it's okay to teach your kid coming out of the closet for C when they don't even know when they don't even know the fucking alphabet. Anyway, Cumbrella, that's 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 good shit. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm I'm all for taking the warning label off of shit. That's fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine with this. C is for Cumbrella. Women do it to show off for other women. Why? How come? What for? So that they, what for? I, I, it's bullshit. It's all to get dick. Everything. Well, I, I know for guys that's true. Elon didn't buy Twitter. Uh, to, Elon bought Twitter to, to just to get more pussy. It's 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 every guy. The guy who holds the world record for juggling, and, and there's some failed mating strategies. You can we can say it more cleanly. Everything's a mating strategy. How about the Dalai Lama? Holy shit, man! Is nothing sacred? Yeah, peacocking. Yeah, peacocking. Yeah, which means that they're doing it for code. Doing it to show off to other women is like, hey, back down. Um, I don't get it. They look fake and ruin your natural uh, lashes. I mean, I, I, I think that whenever I look at Sarah's Sigmund daughter's face and I see her fake eyelashes, I ain't gonna lie, I like it. But the fact that if it ruin, I think they're fake. But the fact that it ruins your and I like Brooke Wells's fake eyelashes. I like eye stuff, mascara. But the fact that if it, if it ruins your real eyelashes, can't do it. I think that's a mistake. I agree with you. enormous mistake don't do anything to ruin the good the real shit oh that's fair 
or because they don't want to we don't want to be the potato of the group yeah i see what you're saying so there's like there's dipshits like me that like guys like me who are like oh my god look at her giant fake tits and her nice eyelashes like fucking and i can't stop talking to her and there's some girl in the corner who looks like a she hasn't done that so she looks like a potato yeah i fucking fair enough i think the smart uh jewish men will still be attracted to the potatoes because they know at the end of the day all that other stuff is just bullshit listen think if you had to wait for your wife to get ready 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 20 minutes every single day Because she's got to put some fucking vitamin E oil on her fake tits to protect her skin. And she's got to do another 10 minutes of makeup. And that 20 minutes is then uh, uh, 140 minutes a week you're waiting around for with your thumb in your ass. That's two hours a week. And there's 50, that's 104 hours a year. Fuck that. I'll go with the chick that just looks normal. Yeah, I like the natural looking women too. I, I mean, to me, way. Yeah, muff, please. Yes, all that. Thank you. Thank you. All of it. Yeah, I'll take it all. Just, I just need you to maybe grab a handful of pubes once in a while and just take scissors and snip them off. Just, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not really, I'm not too judgy. I don't really want to see the pubes hanging out the side of the bathing suit or like see it like poofy under the bathing suit. But during the winter, you grow that shit out. I think tomorrow, I think tomorrow we uh, take our uh, pubic hair conversation to YouTube. Hygiene, hygiene. Yeah, exactly. After spending so much time in the gym, I hate makeup now, women. I know I recalibrate too. And I, and I don't like women made up either. Uh, sweaty with a ponytail, please. Thank you. God, you're fucking hot. Christmas Abbott was the perfect example of that. Sweaty and fucking just worked out hot as shit. Made up and smiling, fake smiling and model photos. Fucking can't. St it was like, it was like the opposite of before and after. Yeah. God, a sweaty girl is great. Anyway. Okay. I love watching my wife work out. All sweaty wife come home from Pilates. My wife does Pilates, Pilates. Okay, here we go. Action. Around the country, this image is used as a depiction to explain equality and equity. But here's the flawed logic of equity. Tall gentleman has to give up his crate so that the short person can stand on the crate. Here's a better idea. Instead of watching the game for free from the fence, how about purchasing a ticket to get in the game and sit in the bleachers along with the rest of the crowd. This is the hard truth that no one will tell you. Equity will not fix the dire marriage rate in the black community. 80% of black homes are led by a single parent and statistics show that this has a negative impact on children mentally, socially, and academically. Going woke won't bring daddy home. The answer is not diversity, equity, and inclusion. The answer is faith, family, morality, and education void of special interests. Equity lowers the bar, overlooks merit, and puts the focus on skin tone only. Equity is legalized theft because it takes from the productive person and gives to the unproductive. Instead of focusing on the equity, the teachers don't have the ability to even discipline the students and correct their violent behaviors. 
Uh, woke takes from the productives and gives to the unproductive. Uh, we, we don't need DEI. We need faith, family, and morality. Well, Sevon, can't we have both? No, we cannot. Well, you're so close-minded. No, one doesn't work. One makes you a codependent. Jeremy Eat World. This guy has my vote. I know, he's good. Oh, I got something good for you. I got something I'm so proud of. I got something I'm so proud of. It's coming. It's coming. Here we go. It's coming. It's coming. One more. We're close to it. We're close to it. This is good, though, too. This, you guys are going to enjoy this. This is good. Uh, this is titled um, uh, 513. No. Is it 513? People who prioritize drug use over shelter. People who steal your shit as their occupation. There's people who prioritize drug use over shelter. Those people also, their occupation is to steal your shit. I ask you, I ask you, I ask you, all of you listening, everyone out there in the world, especially the libtards. You are addicted to fucking drugs. Bear with me here. Just, just think about this. You're addicted to drugs. Your every movement throughout the day is to get more drugs. The only time you're not moving from one place to another to get more drugs is when you're so high that you can't move. Those of you who smoke cigarettes or who are addicted to coffee, you understand that. Smokers just move from point to point looking for places to smoke. Coffee drinkers, some of them don't realize they're addicted. You want to fuck with them? As soon as they travel, the first thing that they do when they land that night is think, okay, where am I going to get my coffee in the morning? It's how addicts move on different levels. But these people who are truly addicted to like hardcore drugs that aren't widely available, available, they need to figure out how they're going to get their drugs at all times and how they're going to pay for them, how they're going to pay for them and where they're going to get them. Now imagine you're that person and you've gotten so bad into your drug addiction that you're fucking on the streets. You're not actually fucking on the streets. You're on the streets and you're homeless and you prioritize your fentanyl use and your heroin use and your crack use over shelter. Life sucks. You don't have a place to shower. You've given up on showering. You wear dirty clothes. You pee in the streets. You haven't seen your family in months. You feel like you're going crazy. You think more about how you want to quit and how much your life sucks than wanting drugs. Shit's gotten really bad, but you just can't stop. You just can't stop. You live in a tent. It's freezing cold outside. You're starting to get blisters on yourself. You have some disease because you've been using dirty needles. Do you want the Democrats to take care of you and build you shelter and put out a needle exchange? Or do you think it would be best if you were arrested? What would you want? Ask yourself that. What would you want? 
would you want a place built for you so that you could do more drugs? Hang out with more drug addicts? Or would you want to be arrested? Uh, arrested, please. Arrested, please. All the people we've had on this show who are drug addicts and were arrested, they got like that seven days of sobriety. But Stefan, there's drugs in jail. Yeah, you're, you're right. Not like the fucking streets. Hey, if one of my sons, God forbid, is ever in that situation, I hope he fucking gets arrested. That's like the best fucking thing that could happen to you at that point. You need a fucking rude awakening. You don't need codependence all around you. I'm not suggesting you become a Republican or a Libertarian. I'm suggesting that if you're a fucking Democrat, that you're a fucking piece of shit that's exacerbating the problem. You're just a codependent. You're ne you never think, what if that was me? What would I want? You would not want clean needles. You'd want to be taken off the streets, put into a fucking holding cell so you can get fucking 48 hours of like... <gasps> Think about what you'd want for yourself. Think about what you'd want for your son or daughter. Handing out fucking blankets. No, arrest these fucking motherfuckers and put them in holding cells. Take them to jail. It's a win-win for everybody. It's a win-win for everybody. housing problem there's no housing problem you're not supposed to say homeless no more did any y'all know that there's better terminology for homeless people yes i knew there'd be somebody here from san francisco yeah. <laughs> it's unhoused that's what it is and you know what else the girl told me she was mad as hell she said you didn't know that she said also you're supposed to say people who are experiencing homelessness Yes, and I didn't know that either. She said, you didn't know that? I said, I didn't know we was making up words for homeless mother. She said, excuse me, what would you call them? I was like, I don't know, roof challenge. Uh, cardboard enthusiasts. Uh, <laughs> Outdoor-holics, indoor-phobics. Uh, like, I'm a comedian, I can keep going. I found out you're not supposed to say right. homeless. No Cardboard enthusiasts. Fucking money. For those of you who live in places where there aren't homeless people, congrats. That's awesome. For those of you living in Portland, Seattle, Philadelphia, Chicago, uh, man, what a uh, complete shit show. You're, you have people all around you acting like they're compassionate and they're just hurting people. Uh, most of you know this. Uh, this is like CrossFit level one material shit uh, where, you know, Greg made sure that people knew the difference between cause and effect and correlate or at least gave him some examples. So, for example... If I, um, your heart rate is a correlate, right, to, to a bunch of other things. Um, but if I scare you and your heart rate goes up, it doesn't mean you're getting fitter, right? Whereas is if you, it's just a correlate, your heart rate spiking. Whereas is if you run around a track and your heart rate goes up, it's also just a correlate, but you are getting fitter. Everyone understand? It's just a correlate. 
It's just a correlate. 55 people scream when they get scared. Out of 145 scream when they're having sex. It's just a correlate, two different, two different uh, things. You can't hear someone scream and be like, oh, they're scared. But if you had to guess and you were a betting man, maybe you'd, scream, you'd guess that they were scared. Unless you had other factors that might be correlates, unless like you were at um, listening at, at a bedroom door. Or it could be you could be scared and having sex. Correlates versus cause and effect. Some correlates are stronger than other correlates. Everyone get it? Cigarette smoking and cancer. Cause or just crazy strong correlate? Five twelve. Here we go. Now listen, listen carefully here, people. Listen carefully. There's a lot to unpack here. I really like this guy too. I like his whole demeanor and everything. You hear about this shooting in Texas? Yeah, Tennessee, by right? a mentally deranged person who thought she was a he, and was yeah. Wow. Third Major third, transphobia coming through third, here. Third shooting by someone who identified as trans, and we, we won't even talk about it, but there was definitely mental illness there. And she targeted, he or she targeted Christians. And actually in the manifesto, targeted people like me because she was angry at people like me. I'd be angry at people like you too. Do you think, if that, I'd do you think that justifies shooting years. me and shooting no, my I, children? No, I, that's, no that's because we value human life. Even though we may disagree, your life has value. So she said nothing that was transphobic, right? What, what does transphobic mean? It means like you, you, you're afraid of transgender people? It means you don't like someone because they're a man who wants to have a penis? I mean, she didn't say anything like that. What is transphobic? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to sit on the same toilet as someone who's trans? I mean, it can't be transphobic just to point out a fact, right? That person over there who's a great dancer is a trans person. That's a tranny. That's not transphobic, right? That person over there who just slapped those two kids, that's a tranny. That's not transphobic, right? That person who made this cake, this is the best cake I ever had, is a tranny. That's not transphobic, right? That's just pointing out that it's, it's, a, it's someone parading around as the opposite sex that they were born as. As a as a as a as a signifier of some quality of theirs, you have to, transphobic is like um, you have some sort of irrational, like a phobia is like some sort of irrational fear, right? Like if you're, isn't there something called like arachnophobia? You're afraid of spiders, like just all spiders. You have an irrational fear of spiders. Okay, now I'm gonna point this out to you. I do like that guy, though. Do you like that guy's demeanor? That kid's cool. Like, I would hang with that kid. You I hear like about him. this shooting in Texas. Or yeah, in Tennessee, by right? a mentally deranged person who thought she was a he. And was, yeah. I like that. I could have been, that could have been me. That could have been me in college. I hate to say it. That dude's even cooler than I am. I was. Wow. Major transphobia. Coming. I just like how he says that. Major transphobia. <laughs> That's a cool dude. I, I I get it. I get it. He's searching. He's feeling it. He's feeling himself. Third shooting by someone who identified as trans. Now, here's the thing. You guys have heard me say on this show a fucking million times. 
51% of all uh, murders by gun in the United States are done by people with black skin. 51%. Now think about that. 51% of all murders committed in the United States with a gun have been done with someone with black skin. Now, you would have to be a complete fucking moron to think that black skin is the cause of making someone a murderer. For some reason, the left has made it okay to use skin as a correlate, skin color as a correlate for everything. So when you say that 51% of all murders in this country are committed by someone with black skin, you, 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 you're being manipulative and you're mischaracterizing. Because you know that there's a lot of dumb people out there who will confuse that black skin as being a cause and not a correlate. It's just a fucking correlate. It's like saying that um, uh, um, uh, Asian people, uh, 90% of all physicists are Asian, and for some reason having slanted eyes makes you a better physicist. There's, there's just no fucking truth to that. It's all, these are all just correlates. Now, here we go. This is the part that's going to fucking – the left doesn't want to acknowledge. It is not just a fucking correlate that fucking trannies are killing people. These fu trannies are fucking wackadoodles. 99% of them. Oh, look at Planges here. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Here we go. And 99% of all of those black people murderers are gang and drug related. All those are volunteering for that lifestyle. I don't care about them. I care about the innocent kid being gunned down. Fine. Okay, go fine. Whatever. Don't, don't. Uh, uh. Now here, look at the, the shooter being trans is irrelevant. No, no, no. You know you know, you know how I know that? Because no one ever talked about any shooter's gender or sexual orientation ever until now. Hey, dude, dude, what are you talking about? Because it was never talked about before and now it is. It can't be true. Shut the fuck up. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. Because we've never talked about something before. Hey, dude, I am telling you, if you think, if you think that it's if you think that there's happiness plange. And chopping off your – by the way, thank you for coming here. I need, it. I need an antagonist. If you think that there's any sanity in chopping off your penis or your titties, uh, you're, you're completely wrong. I, I, I wish I could I, – I, I'll tell you, this is my bias, Plange. I truly believe that in order to be happy, you have to accept yourself. I think that's the only way. I don't have any strong evidence for that. I'm sorry, but I, but I, and that's my bias. That's my weakness. That's my conjecture. That's my subject subjectivity. I don't believe that you find happiness by, I don't think um, you find happiness by getting a nose job. I don't think you find happiness by um, matter of fact, I think you push it away. I think you, you create other obstacles. I don't think you find happiness by getting fake titties. I don't think you find happiness by getting eyelashes. I think most of those people end up uh, continuing almost exacerbating their issues. And so to, to think that someone who is born with a um, – uh, to not think that trans is a stronger correlate for insanity than having uh, um, uh, melanated skin, I'm sorry. I, I disagree with you. I don't think skin color has anything to do with any um, violent activities. But I do think being mentally unstable does have to do with violent activities. And I do think culture has to do with violent activities. And 
I find it it's fascinating that tra- it is fascinating that trans people can't accept who they're born as, and yet they want their 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 biggest demand is to uh, have other people accept them. And and, and furthermore, I would say this: I'd say ninety nine percent of the shit. It, it, this goes to melanated people too. This goes to melanated people too. I'd guess that ninety nine percent. I'm going to hold off on that. Uh, Here we go. Uh, How do you fucking know what makes or doesn't make someone happy? Hey, dude, how do I know that putting gasoline in a car makes a car go? There's certain mechanisms that are just true for all of us. Yeah, I understand. Think about what you're saying. You're going to someone's head. I agree. And, And that's it. I'm going into someone's head. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're You're absolutely right. And, and, and I make myself vulnerable by I make myself vulnerable by saying that I, I, I don't I don't have uh, um, uh, endless uh, examples of proof, but I but I don't think that there's any happiness on the uh, by chasing something on the outside. I don't think the world works like that. I don't think we as humans work like that. Uh, yes, plange is uh, 12 daily doses. And not only that plans, I'm going to take it one step further. I think people who support that other people finding happiness on the outside are basically codependents. I think it's the same as, I think it's the same as you taking needles to someone full of fentanyl and helping them shoot up because that's what they want. I think that's what you're doing. Ninety, 99% of the shit that people think that other people don't like about them is made up. That goes from melanated people, Asian people, short Armenian people, and trans people. 99% of it is made up bullshit in their heads. They have been accepted. That's the thing. You think you think prior to their acceptance, acceptance of themselves, Plange, not acceptance from people on the outside. That's where you're confused, buddy. It's about accepting yourself, Anyway, fascinating, right? You'd have to be an idiot to think that fucking skin color has anything to do with uh, to violence. Just a correlate. But pure pure trannies are, have some serious fucking mental issues. Serious mental issues. Way off course. Way off course. You can use that. You can use that as a uh, a compass for yourself. If you are going to choose a way to make yourself better on the outside, to make yourself feel better, choose some choose some good shit. Choose some good shit. Usually it has to do with giving something up, not adding something. And by giving something up, I don't mean chopping off your penis. I mean giving up the thought of having to chop off your penis. Giving up the thought of getting a tattoo, giving up the thought of eating a cake, giving up the thought of buying a new car. Just let those things go. Freedom. Freedom. You're shackled by your thoughts. Don't trust those people who want to support you doing fentanyl to find happiness. I don't recommend you trust them. You need to buy yourself some time in order to figure shit out. Get a gym membership and work out. Tinker with your diet. 
Learn how to hold your breath for four minutes. Do some things that add value to your fucking self, to your self-esteem. Learn a party chick. Learn how to juggle with four balls. Try masturbating with your left hand. Do 100 burpees for time. Yeah, all these, these very simple things. I uh, wonder what they do with the penis. Does it get thrown into the trash biohazard? D come on, Judy. You know what they do with it. You need three penises to make all those folds that your vaginas have. They take all that shit and, and turn it into a vagina. Um, I, I don't, I don't uh, use the word zombie lightly. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, if you were a zombie, would you want help from, um, would you want help from the uh, left um, to keep you on the streets? Or would you uh, want to be arrested and taken to jail and get a few free days of sobriety? They are real-life zombies, people. Is that, is that, is that an oxymoron, real-life zombies? No, any better. And you look at this video. You would think that, the, that it's from not from America at all, but from some kind of third-world hellhole. Or else maybe from a Hollywood soundstage where they're filming another zombie apocalypse movie. But tragically, the zombie-infested third-world wasteland that you can see in the video is called Philadelphia. Trash and debris littering the streets, homeless laying all over the sidewalk, people wandering around hunched over in drugged-out stupors. It's a, a vision of horror and desperation and gloom. Now, this, I believe, is Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia. It's the poorest, most violent part of one of the poorest and most violent cities in America. The violent crime rate around Kensington is 328 violent crimes per 10,000 residents. Now, for comparison's sake, the violent crime rate for the whole nation is 366 per 100,000. What you can see in the video is what that area and much of the rest of the city looks like all the time, every day, 24-7. This is it. This is an American city, Philadelphia. In fact, if you didn't know any better. Dude, it's the fucking zombie apocalypse. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Whew. shit um uh plan uh, focus on 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 parenting dude we need we need better we need more parents we need more parents we need more cops don't worry about the guns dude it's it's you're better than that that's manipulative uh, big, big, big picture do hunts hunt big picture dude big picture go big game hunting parents Encourage people to be better parents. That's where it's at, dude. Go big. Take guns off the street. You're just, that's like, you probably, lo you probably had a stack of N95s too, huh? You thought that was going to protect you to N95s? Go N95s? No. Big picture, dude. Parenting, parenting, parenting. Here we go. This guy's good. This room is in session. This is for the fucking adults. 53 grams of sugar, 57 grams of sugar, 55 grams of sugar, 48 grams of sugar, 83 fucking grams of sugar. You know what that is? It's fucking child abuse because you're the assholes that are fucking giving it to your kids. 
Welcome to fucking America. Grow the fuck up and do your job as a fucking parent. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my buddy Travis Bajant told me that uh, if you want your kid to be at the 98 percentile, just don't get him a cell phone and have him do CrossFit. And your kid will be 98% better than all the other kids. It really is that easy. It really is that easy. Now, I'm not saying that's that's the... I don't think you should stop there. I think you should do more for your kids. But the what I see every day out there, it is... Uh, it is fucking pathetic, the parenting I see. It is absolutely, can you imagine people buying their kids Reese's peanut butter cups? Can you imagine giving a 10-year-old boy a cell phone? You are either, I don't believe in evil or demons, but dude, that, that's that got to be up there. That's got to be fucking up there. That's got to be fucking up there, man. Holy shit. You can walk around the streets of my town. I live in a pretty fit town and I can find kids that are so fucking obese that they're that they're damaged for life. Like there there's they'll have they'll they'll have their their body's been damaged to a point where you know it's a 10-year-old boy but he'll never he'll he can never be fit. He can never look like Rich Froney no matter what. His he's fucked. He damaged his rig. He bent the frame of his car. Uh, imagine thinking buying a peanut butter cup as a treat is a bigger problem than mass shootings in this country. So I'll, I'll give this one a sober shot plans and then you, and then uh, you can take it and see the big picture. You are so myopic buddy that you're not seeing, you're not seeing uh, the big picture, but let's, let's just, let's just look at it. Do you think if you were to use the metric, I'll give you something very simple and myopic because uh, that you can fixate on. Do you think that guns take more days of lives from people uh, living on planet Earth or do you think sugar does? So if you were to take the average age of death of someone killed and then take the average age of that someone dies and figure out all the days that guns take away and then do the same thing with diet, what do you think takes away more days? It's, it's not even close. The food takes away the food takes away way more. Now, let me just t talk to you about some correlates. Do you think that the parents, do you think that these shooters have parents who are good parents who didn't stuff uh, candy and sugar and in uh, in 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 uh, give their kids cell phones? Do you think those are the kids who are the shooters, or do you think it's the um uh do you think it's the parents who who they, who didn't feed their kids candy and didn't give their kids cell phones? Who do you think the shooters are? Buddy, you 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 want to you want to spend you're you're such a fucking hardcore liberal. It's crazy. You think you want to pick up trash your whole life instead of convince people to stop littering. And I get it. I get it. I I, I ain't mad at you for that. No no one no one's no one no no one's disagreeing with you. But you're just so small picture. It's your job as a parent to take care of your kids. Don't poison your fucking kids. 
I know, I know, Planch, you're saying, I know you've already admitted that you think that if no one's ever thought of something before that no one new can think of it, and you also think that if everyone else is giving your kids candy, you should give your kids candy. We've already established that about you. You're, 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 you, you agree with whatever the masses agree. We, we know that about you already. You don't have to keep pounding that into us. Uh, you say you're a bad parent if you buy them peanut butter cup. Damn straight. I'm saying that. I'm damn straight. You are doing bad parenting when you feed your kid processed shit. When I open a bag of salami and let my kids just eat it fucking, which I do, I'm not being a good parent. That's 100% true. The difference between me and you is, is that I could admit that stuff. You Here's what I think. I think that you've done so much bad shit that you somehow you're, you feel like it would be wrong. You think it's you think it's okay to give a 10-year-old boy a cell phone? Irrelevant. Your kids are, your kids are eating them when you aren't around, dude. I promise. And that make look at your premise and that makes it okay. Wow. Wow. It doesn't matter if they're eating it when I'm around or not around. Not in my control. Man. Anyway, it's good. Keep the victim shit alive. Do not feed your kids that shit. Do your best not to feed your kids that shit. Nitrate-free salami. I just I prefer not to feed my kid anything processed and, and I'm and I'm fucking no I feed them processed shit every day. There's something I feed them. You know, it's like beefcakes, it's like the Lara bar, right? It only has three ingredients or the RX bar, it only has four ingredients, but I still prefer not to. I'd rather just but I do it. I'm guilty of it. But I prefer like to just get some dates and put them in a bag and take some fruit and then, you know, um even even the rotisserie chicken I get, you know, I feel like that's better rip off some pieces off a rotisserie chicken and, and throw it into a plastic bag or, or ideally a glass, a glass container. We've moved more and more towards glass shit. Um, it's, it's, it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay. It's okay. You should be failing every day. If you're not failing every fucking day, no, you know what my did did? No, we didn't do Easter baskets. They did um my my oh uh they did I so I didn't I did, wasn't involved in that, but my wife did eggs around the house or around the backyard, around the yard. And they did um mostly it was a uh stones in there, like little rocks. They like rocks. Like my wife went to like some sort of polished rock store or, or maybe she ordered them on Amazon. I didn't ask her, and they had polished rocks. But they also each had this one little bag of gummies. And it wasn't um, it wasn't like, you know, they were packaged like they would look like gummies, like from Whole Foods, like they were supposed to be good for you gummies. I'm sure they weren't. Right. Um, but uh, it, it's per you should be failing every day. You should be failing every day. If I go somewhere to a store, I do my best. If I take my kids to Jamba Juice, I see the frozen yogurt, and I'm like, hey, can you sub that frozen yogurt with some bananas? I'm just doing my best. Yeah. Yeah. 
you you gave your kid gummies. What a shitty dad you are. Yes, it's okay. It's okay to be a shitty dad. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Every day I do shitty stuff. I do. I do. I'm, I, there's a whole. I am. I am not perfect. I'm just trying. Send me money. Planch God, please. I hope you've been saving. I hope every time you wanted to send me money, you've been saving it. So when we're back on YouTube, you can hook a brother up. Oh, my goodness. I don't let my kids drink out of plastic either. I try not to. I got all glass cups. Little tiny ones. I just do my best. I just do my best. I just work on it. Yes. I, I you just said five minutes ago you're a bad parent if you give your kids sure you are. Yes. I'm a bad parent. I I'm there's yes. Salam alaikum. I don't think I use that right. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm gonna do all sorts of bad shit with them. I've taken them to fucking uh, uh Jack in the Box through the drive through. God, they were so impressed. They couldn't believe food came out of a hole of a building. They were tripping. I did get in trouble for that. I My wife lets me do whatever the fuck I want. And it's probably because I'm not into anal at all. I find the butthole disgusting. But um, my wife lets me do whatever I want, but I did get in trouble for that. I uh, Taking them to uh, Jack. Hey, listen, that's why I'm such a good mate. I don't... Um, I don't, uh, I'm not like, my wife yells, my, not yells, but my wife gives me a stern, like, hey, do not take them to Jack in the Box again. I, I do not approve of that. And like, she never tells me shit like that. But when she tells me that, I'm, I don't say back to her, well, you gave them gummies for Easter. I do not say that. I don't think that. I don't worry about that. I worry about my, I stay in my own fucking lane. And I go, okay, she didn't, my wife didn't like that. I'm not doing that. Now, my wife said the other day when she's like, uh, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I cower a little bit. I, I, I'm like, I, I know I fucked up. I know I fucked up. She, my, she made those fucking kids, and she told me not to take them to Jack Marks again. I know I fucked up. That's not good. That is not fucking good. I was a huge mistake. I shouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have done that to your kids. But let me tell you, when the tennis instructor calls and says, hey, um, I have a private that opened on this Thursday, and I want you to start coming and bringing one of your kids, my wife's like, oh, fuck, how are we going to fit that into the schedule? I'm like, hey, don't worry about that. We're lucky that this guy wants to work with our kids. And I push back there. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think sugar is good in moderation. I don't think sugar is good in moderation. I don't think a little bit of, I don't think that. I, I, I want to agree with you. I want to find a place where we can kumbaya. I don't think a little bit of peanut butter in the gas tank of my Sienna is okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think it's cool um, when a chick walks by me and I'm holding my hand's wife and a chick walks by me with giant fucking tits and I stare at them. I try not to. But like maybe I'll stop and tie my shoe to get a peek or something. It's like it's like a, it's like someone walks by with a great Dane. It's like I'm going to look. 
I'm gonna look. Wow, holy fuck! Look at the size of that those dogs. <laughs> Doesn't make it right. I don't think it makes me a bad person to stare at the dogs. But no, I don't think a little bit of sugar is okay. I don't, and I'm okay with it. I don't think a little bit of smoking is okay. I don't. It's a. But I'm okay with that. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm okay with that. I think you. I think you should feel ashamed. I think people should feel shame. I think if you throw litter out your car window, you should feel ashamed. You should be embarrassed. If not, I think something's wrong with you. Caleb Beaver always. Caleb's always. Now here's the thing. Here's the problem with Caleb. He's 25. He's young. He wants to live life on the edge. He probably he probably throws espresso beans in the air and catches them. Not worried that when they land, they might chip the enamel on his teeth. Probably puts a, his girlfriend, his wife's hot as fuck. He, whatever she wants, if she wants a couple fingers in his ass, he's cool with it. He's young. I'm not. I'm 50, 51. Caleb and I are different places in our life. Putting fingers in someone's ass is illegal. I don't feel guilty. I I, I do not feel guilty. I do not feel guilty. I do not feel guilty. I do not. Yeah, here. J Janelle, thank you. Sugar is not good at all, but you can choose to eat it. Yeah. I don't feel guilty. Trust me, I don't. I don't. I'm just not in denial. I'm not one. I'm not like I hate. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'm not like I hate smoking. I fucking love smoking. Now, this is kind of weird. What I'm about to show you, this is kind of weird. This I'm struggling with. I'm all about, like, finding your voice. I like it when um, uh, I like it when uh, Andrew Hiller explores new stuff. I like it when I explore new stuff on the show. Like, when I do people's voices, that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I'm a, it's a little weird for me. Um, I, the, the, I like doing, like, showing the guys jumping around with the cocks flopping in the pants. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But I do it because I think it's funny and I think you guys think it's funny and I, and I think it makes us all feel uncomfortable. But the same way like black licorice makes us feel uncomfortable. Like I'm, I'm for exploring. I'm all I'm, I'm OK. I, 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 I'm, I'm proud of ourselves in, in, in the cohort and our team when people explore stuff like it's cool. Uh, Jeremy does that. Um, uh, um, Jeremy World does that uh, th that father's program where all the dads hang out together. That shit makes me feel uncomfortable. But then when he went he went to Yosemite, I, I want to hear about it. I'm curious about it. I ate a sardine the other day. I know I don't like sardines, but I ate one anyway. I'm okay with exploring. But this, this is what I'm about to show you is a little much. I don't know if this is exploring. This just seems just downright disingenuous as fuck to me. Your body literally needs sugar to survive. You want to go there, buddy? Come on. Of course, yeah. yeah have a pair. It's cool. Have a pair. Talking about, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, hot chocolate with whipped cream. We're talking about cotton candy. We're talking about gummy bears. We're talking about Twizzlers. Mmm, Twizzlers. Yeah, I like play pears too. Pears are great. Okay, N check this guy out. This guy is a fucking piece of work. I, this is almost... Unbelievable. This is Tennessee Representative Justin J. Pearson. 
Here's a video of him from 2016 versus versus 2023. And like I said, I'm okay with people exploring. Um, oh, I was somewhere the other day where there were frozen Snicker bars. There were Snicker bars frozen in a freezer. And someone ate one, and then there was one bite left, and they walked by and handed it to me. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, Red Vines. You're right, Red Vines. Either way, yeah, Red Vines. I, yeah, I was a, as a kid, I loved a Red Vine. Okay, this guy, this is a piece of work. Stan, I, try to watch this with compassion. Try to be like, um, uh, okay, he's just, you know, like those kids who are like goth and then they're not goth or like, you know, just some extreme behaviors that kids go through. Just maybe think of this or, or like, um, uh, you know, um, uh, when uh, Tommy Marquez first started working at CrossFit, he was like one of those guys with the huge gauges in his ears and now he's a ESPN commentator. Oh, yes, I'm talking about, you know, like just find like there's just some transitions that people go through. Just just searching. Trying to find where they fit in. Exploring. But but this, I don't know, this is a bit much. Wait, they're all, oh, here, here we go. With organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans, I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. Seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win, but oh, that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last, but oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. Justin J. Pearson, I want to do this by partnering with organizations guy. from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. That's the same guy. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative. Man, you hate Tommy. He seems like a good dude. I don't hate Tommy. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't hate sugar either. Sugar tastes so good. Mm. Sugar, caramel. I love caramel. I love ice cream. Mm. My brain is open, Planche. Do you think that if I say that most trannies are... Um, uh, mentally insane you think that that's um ripping trannies that's not ripping trannies i didn't rip tommy i told you a fucking story about him you live a very complicated and difficult life you need to just be chill you think so, you think when you cut someone off and they flip you off that they're like that that person really hates you they don't they're just fucking they're pissed you cut them off it was an accident oops sorry he, he, he was a, you said when he got the, he was a douche to me. He's still a douche to me. He's still a douche. I don't hate him. That's not a rip, dude. These are observations. A, po a poisonous spider bites you and kills you. These are, I'm not ripping on a spider. That's what it does. Wow. I have a kid who does that. 
I have a kid who, who can eat slowly. It's bizarre. I'm really impressed with that, that ability. That is amazing. Well, it's a little it's a little out of context. If you're right, if I just called him just a douche, it's a little out of context. But I didn't. I didn't just call him a douche. There's there's some there's a, there's a, there's a lot of there's a, a lot of stories there. You're taking it out of context. You're taking it out of context. You're right. But if I called you um, uh, small-minded and unable to hold two thoughts in your brain at the same time, that's not ripping on you. That's just a description of who you are and who you've demonstrated you are, Planche. You're easily offended. How's that? You like to run with the herd. Finally, starting to think I wasn't popular anymore. Caller, hi. How you doing? I'm Jamie. good. I'm good. Why isn't Why haven't people been calling in? I don't Perhaps know. That. Scared. What's going on? Scared. I think it's scared. I mean. You're a pretty intimidating guy. I'm they're scared. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hundred. You know, really? I'm, I'm I'm big. I'm big. I'm 175 pounds right now. I'm a, I'm a big man. 170 what? Five. Damn. Yeah. I'm actually. I haven't actually seen 175. I saw 174 yesterday, but I wanted to round it up. That's uh. Critton. Critton. Be close to the biggest you've ever been, though. No? Yeah, 182 I, is I'm the biggest guessing. I've ever been. What's how much do you weigh? Oh, okay. Uh, about 200, 205. Oh, fuck. Couldn't you yeah. lied? Couldn't you been like 157? That's what I meant. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, and and I was actually talking to Hillary yesterday, and I was like thinking, hey, maybe the and, and I think it's I've been for 60 days. I've been taking I think anywhere between five and 10 gram uh, grams, milligrams, whatever. T two big scoops of creatine. Creatine. Okay. Okay. And, and so I think I, I've put on at least 10 pounds from that do you feel more uh do you feel the effects of the cure like stronger or anything like that uh i'm not i'm not sure but i um i i, I don't i haven't deadlifted heavy in years and i deadlifted 295 the other day kind of easy and i was like wow that was that yeah. was weird that did look easy that was impressive that uh mcmass says i'm 175.55 that's 29.1 percent body mass index i think that means i'm fat i mean i am fat right now there's no doubt yeah, with a PA. I'm I'm a blob. <laughs> I you uh you run at all? Yeah, I do. Uh, dude, I'm exercising like three times a day. That's what's crazy. I run on the I I, I push a, I push a sled almost every other day. Um, I spend a shitload of time on the fucking assault bike, at least thirty minutes a day. Um, cool. I uh run on the runner. I don't run outside, but I run on the runner. Maybe you're retaining a lot of water. I, I'm sure um, that's what it is. I'm sure that's what it is. But I, I but it's crazy because I put an, I probably put an inch on my waist. My my belt my belt I had to like go an extra hole. I'm on the I'm the lar largest. I'm the biggest I've ever been around my waist. Oh, what does Haley think? Do you like she, it? She doesn't know. She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> a good woman, right? Yeah. There. And I'm I, and what's interesting is I am I am actually horn, horn way more horny than I've been. Like usually I'm just horny like twice a day, morning night. And now I'm I'm just pretty revved up. Dude, that's good right there. You sure like someone didn't slip you some 
some California hormones? <laughs> I don't think so. You never know what's in this shit. Maybe I should have that shit tested. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it's working. Mr. Armenia, goodbye. Five four five four. Are they telling me goodbye? No, 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 no. Where are you calling from? What state? I'm in Milwaukee. Oh, still. cool. Wisconsin. Oh, this is Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't recognize your voice first. Sorry. I'm horrible at that. No, you're good. A lot of, a lot of, you talk to a lot of people. Um, no, I heard you were talking about the uh, the man, the dad thing. and. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 the dad thing. Yes, tell me. And the text uh, that I sent you the other day, um, super long text about one of the guys. Right. Portland, Portland right. guy. Right. Well, I thought we had laid it to rest, he and I. I told, you know, you saw the conversation, I let it be. Right. Um, he said. <laughs> We use that Marco Polo app. He sent me yesterday a 35-minute explanation of why what I said was triggering, offensive, uh, you you name it. Uh, because he has a lot of trans friends, go figure, in Portland. Uh, they are the most compassionate, nice people. They are this, they are that. And hey, that's I my said, that's my experience too. By the way, all the trans friends that I've ever had are the nicest, coolest fucking people. They're so fucking cool. I, I, I no no doubt there. Same. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Same for right. sure. Right. And so I'm like, you know, I'm listening to all of this, and I guess I'm. How do I do? First of all, do hey, I? And all and 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 most of the gay dudes I've known have been assholes. That's true. That's, uh, Most I mean, of the gay guys I've known have been a, end up being or end up being assholes, closed minded, judgmental, fucking dicks. Not fun. Most, I, and when I mean most, I mean like fifty one percent. I was gonna say uh, I, it's like, not. It's not, it's not like, too, but it wouldn't be like ninety. Yeah, it would be a little lower for sure. Um, yeah, but but I would love to have a, a gay dudes as neighbors, Christians and gay dudes. Oh, for sure, absolutely, all absolutely. Day. Yeah, if I have to pick a demographic. Uh -oh. So, so I'm like, how do I like 35 minutes of going off about how, it, and remember this all started with me posting on Instagram, a Jordan Peterson clip, him talking about a part, PCU has to die, you know, blah, 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 just what, and so he messages me, do you like Jordan Peterson or what do you think of Jordan Peterson? And I say, you know, I like him. And then he goes off on this whole, well, he's against women. He's derogatory towards women. He doesn't acknowledge people's pronouns he does this that and the next i'm like why are you you know why are you coming at me you know you know who i am he's in the group so you know who i am you know how i feel about people i love everybody i'm not judging nobody but let's let's be honest here there is a clear correlation between poor mental health and the trans community and cutting off body parts and thinking that you can change from the outside, what's going on inside. It's so I don't know. How do I do I, and how do I respond to this gentleman? I would always ask questions. Sure. I would, yeah, you I, didn't say that. I, I would all, I would always ask questions. The, the, the close my, the, the, those people know they're so vehement about what they're talking about because they know the dam's about to break. Just, you have to think of it in terms of, it's the same as the UFO thing. They cannot, we cannot believe we've been on the wrong team. So it's so fucking crazy. This chick DM me the other day and she's like, one of my parents I found out is a child molester. 
Now just imagine. That's what it's like. Like, let me read, let me read something to you that Plans wrote here. Oh, where is this push to indoctrinate children? That's a BS narrative that doesn't exist. This is the same thing that was done in the 50s with homosexuals. Imagine Plange finds out that he sent his kids to an indoctrination camp for 13 years. Right. It's just fucking so hard to process, dude. It's so exactly. fucking hard to process. You the the enormous and you can just tell like he he anytime I say something he thinks I'm I feel ashamed or I feel guilty. He's stuck in his head. Mm -hmm. He keeps jumping to a conclusion. He doesn't realize sure, like what it's like sure. to be at peace. He's always reading into everything and he's doing that cuz he's guarding something. Yeah. And what he's guarding yeah is his his ability to perceive the truth. Oh, look at this and so that's what that's what your homeboy's doing. Your homeboy's processing. You fucking put a crack in the dam and that 35 minutes is is him trying to putty up the dam. Well put. That, uh, that Plange, well um Armenia 454, I DM Tommy and asked him why Sevon was all over him. All over him. What the fuck are you talking about? Why would you do that? Oh, is I know why. Why him? would you do that? God, you're what are you fucking a 15 year old TikTok user? Why would you do that? But anyway, and he responded, I love Sevon. I hope he's well. He may love me and he may hope I'm well, but he also know he didn't answer the question. He knows exactly why I'm all over him and he won't dare fucking talk about it. And that's okay. I don't blame him. I'm not mad at him for it. He said his piece. It got back to me. And now he's terrified of fucking being sued into oblivion by fucking Greg. I get it. He did some. He said some fucked up, crazy shit about me that's not true, and he also let it out on his fucking Patreon. Everyone here knows Plange. Maybe you're the only one who doesn't know. I think Plange, if you listen long enough and keep an open mind, yeah, your but, dam is going to break, my but, friend. But I don't. But I don't. Until I don't. Then it's entertaining to hear you get owned. I don't. I don't fucking hate Tommy, and Tommy may love me, and, and we may be on the men's, and all that may be true. But he knows exactly why. He's not telling you the truth. He wants to turn the page, and I don't fucking blame him. I don't sure. fucking blame him for wanting to turn the page. It's better to turn the page. It's better to fucking be in love with people and get along and shit be cool. I, I, I'm at, I, it's cool, but to fucking DM him and tell him why I'm all over him. I mean, just more woke ambiguity shit. Why don't you just tell him just what I said or fucking that's mind your own wild. business? Right. That's freaking wild. That's kind of disturbing. Well, <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank I you. I had to call in cause I heard the, the dad thing. And then, uh, needed some advice, you know, and, and I, you know, the dam's about to break. So yeah, I'll create some space on that. And then, uh, I love it. Yes. Create some space. Get back to him. Okay. You're a good dude. All right, sir. You're a good dude. Peace and I appreciate Bye. you. Bye. Shasky Sobi, missing seeing you at the tube as I don't get notifications here. Not into Facebook much. Uh, keep rolling, uh, Sevon and crew. What kind of dog is that? Cool picture. Happy people. <laughs> okay, this this is my favorite thing I've heard all day. This, I God, I love this. Here we go. This made me. This actually made me happy. Past few weeks, China has brokered Saudi peace talks with Yemen and Iran, reaffirmed ties with Russia, hosted the French president for talks, 
encircled Taiwan in a massive military exercise, and I'm not even scratching the surface. Seeing this happen without missing a beat, media and creators were quick to talk about the end of the dollar as a global reserve currency. And while it's easy to get swept up in this de-dollarization frenzy, it's important to remember that the yuan, China's official currency and the so-called successor to the dollar, is still used less than the Swiss franc on a global basis. A currency issued by a nation of just 8 million people. My point is, while de-dollarization is trending up, without something dramatic like a default, it doesn't look like... A nation with only 8 million people uses the Swiss franc. I wonder what country that is. And, uh, and it's still used more than the Chinese yuan, which has a country with over a billion people, right? Closer to 2 billion. So that's good news. Like the dollar is getting dethroned anytime soon. Here's where it gets interesting, though. The U.S. isn't just going to sit back and watch its dominance get chipped away at. In recent months, we've seen the establishment of new military bases in the Philippines, multiple high-profile visits to Taiwan, and expanded trade ties in Africa, all with the goal of reasserting the U.S. and the dollar as the major power. So stick with me. There was one geopolitical move by the U.S. a few months ago which might have the most potential, which was when the U.S. quietly allowed five oil companies to resume operations in Venezuela on a small scale. Chevron Corp. Did you hear that? We've allowed fucking oil uh, American companies to start digging out oil in Venezuela again. This is crazy. Operation Halliburton, Schulenberger, Baker Hughes, and Weatherford. The reason that this is such a big deal is because Venezuela has the most proven oil reserves of any country on earth, but it's barely produced since 2017 due to sanctions. But with China pushing more into the Middle East every day, and with the dollar under more pressure than ever, there's a lot of reasons why the U.S. would want to reopen trade ties with a country like Venezuela. If the president of Venezuela, Maduro, is on good behavior, we could see more sanctions lifted in the coming months. If this happens, not only would this shift global oil production firmly into the Americas and reaffirm the dollar as a global reserve currency, but this would also mean that the five companies that have restarted operations in Venezuela are potentially sitting on a gold mine. Because of this, going forward, I'm going to keep an eye on three main things from these five companies. Corporate jet flights to Venezuela by these company executives, lobbying activity by them mentioning the word trade or Venezuela, and lastly, any stock purchases of these companies by politicians, especially those who sit on energy or trade committees. Because let's face it, if anyone knows about a new energy or trade policy regarding Venezuela, it will be them. I make all this data public on my website, Quant, if you want to check it out for yourself. Good luck and thanks for watching. Just in the God, I love that. That's kind of good, right? That's optimistic, right? That's good, right? Uh, Beefcase, I asked several Sevon a million times on chat about his issues with Tommy. He never responded, so I asked him, Jesus, everyone acting like I stole a Listen, dude, you can it's been it's been hashed out over the last two years. I, I don't want to go back and bring it up, mostly out of respect for Tommy to be to tell you the truth. It's it's not a fun story to tell, but everyone here knows it, or you can go back or find someone who's talked about it, or but uh it, it's like it's like um it's like uh um it's like Tommy had a wife and I had a wife and we went on a double date and we swapped wives and, and, and fucking a lot of hearts were broken and it's a disgusting, gross thing. And uh, we don't want to talk about it anymore. It's like that. Like, like, but, but you're welcome to dig into it and look into it. I'm not going to bring it up on this show. Maybe on some other show. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get drunk and bring it up again, but that's it. That, I mean, it, it's, it's nothing anyone's hiding. Um, it, it's all, it was, it was all fucking hashed out kind of publicly more publicly than ever and and but in a fun way it was kind i enjoyed it, 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 it there were some things that weren't nice and the, and i prefer love and um but it also made for good content um so 
that's that. Um, so if you, if, I mean, you could go back. It, it's, it's, we're eight hundred episodes in now. I'm not mad at you for your being curious, but I'm, but I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not dragging me and Tommy's shit back up again. I don't think I don't want to, I just don't want to. And I don't hate the guy. But I will tell you this. I bet you if he did, I bet you if you had the relationship that I had with him, you'd hate him. How's that? I'd predict fucking that. I'd predict 99% of the people who are in my position would fucking hate someone if, if they had the relationship that I had with him. But I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I don't, I, I have kids. I'm cool. It's like, it's like nothing, it's like nothing bad happened to my kids. Why, why should I be upset? Do you guys like the fact that, that, that the yawn, that's kind of good news, right? Cause I, you know, I've kind of been, I've been kind of freaked out about the petrodollar, right? I'm just glad that uh, about us losing the, about the U.S. economy. I've been freaking out. A matter of fact, I would even go this far. The nicest thing I'm doing, I, the, the proof that I fucking like Tommy is that I'm not bringing it up. That that I mean that's that right there is evidence, right? I mean, fuck. I think that's I think that shows that we've turned the page and that like. And him could go out with gloves and play a game of catch. Play a game of catch. I don't know. I wouldn't play catch with Tommy. Probably throws too hard. Or maybe this. Maybe with like a foam ball. Okay, here we go. Over two hours. Black liberals are hilarious. It's funny how black liberals the only thing that conservatism deals with white people. I guess that explains why most African countries are conservatives. I guess that explains why most liberal countries are European. Y'all done drained the white liberal Kool-Aid. Did any of y'all even listen to Malcolm X and what he said about the liberals? If we would have kept our conservative values, we wouldn't have role models like Cardi B. Funny how y'all also indebted to y'all party. That y'all would completely ignore what they're doing to the children. This racism is the all be all. Black liberals are hilarious. It's funny how black liberals the only think that conservatism deals with white people. I guess that explains why most African countries are conservative. You're welcome. I mean, thank you. Oh, this is an interesting. If you want to bang your wife, so do other people. Wow. Okay, this is an interesting. Oh, I wonder what this is. Okay, this is. That's what I wrote for this one. Five twelve. If you want to bang your wife, so do other people. That's fair, right? That, I mean, that's that makes sense, right? Right. Here we go action but what this brochure does not talk about when it comes to living here are the sometimes very noisy and rowdy next door neighbors first day we move in my wife and i go out to the pool and someone starts screaming they want to fuck my wife look there he is there's a guy saying he's want to fuck my wife you heard him right inmates from the miami federal detention center yelling what this brochure does not talk about when it comes to Hey, Vato, I want to fuck your wife. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you think that that do you think that's an actual recording or the news people had them? Um, 
Or do you think the news people like added that in? You think that's an edit? So living here are the sometimes very noisy and rowdy next door neighbors. First day we move in, my wife and I go out to the pool and someone starts screaming, they want to fuck my wife. Look, there he is. There's the guy he's saying he's want to fuck my wife. I'm going to fuck your wife. You heard him right. Inmates. <laughs> the guy in Miami sounds like a fucking hick from the South. And the inmate sounds like he's fucking from East L.A. Hey, Vato, I want to fuck your wife. Anyway, don't build a jail next to the uh, fancy uh, pool, expensive condo pool, or, or, or the other way around. Or, or close the windows. Close the windows. Or just don't care. Like, like if you want to bang your wife, so do other people. Like, so be it. Just know that that's a fact. That That's just the way the world works. You're not the only one that wants to drill your wife. So, there you go. Now you know. Now you know. Okay, here we go. I don't know what this is. This one, did, this one didn't have anything written next to it. Let's see what this guy has to say. This is Caleb if he was Iranian. Iranian Caleb. I just read this study on breast cancer, and I guess as much as it's not surprising, it was still shocking to read. This group in the UK removed the tumors from 20 breasts to study them and analyze them. And in 19 out of 20, so 95% of these tumors, they found parabens. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but for those of you that don't know, parabens are these chemicals essentially used as preservatives that are commonly found in your cosmetics. In the EU, many of them are completely banned. They're illegal. And the ones that are still allowed are highly restricted in their use. In Canada and the US, they're completely unrestricted because they believe that there's no evidence that they hurt you. Meanwhile, they are completely hormone disrupting. They mimic estrogens as they enter your body, which fuel things like breast cancer. And this study found 95% of the tumors add parabens in them. I just read this study on... Wow. Wow. Okay. So you got to go up to your wife and be like, hey, are you using parabens? I don't know, maybe research this, make sure it's true. Make sure it's a strong enough correlate. Parabens. I'm so glad I don't wear makeup or suntan lotion or any of that shit. All right. Oh, 503. Wow, this could be a way to start the next show. Another great morning. Okay, here, this will be funny. This this is from uh, the Bee Chief, so this must be funny. This must be good. This might be a good way to end the show right here. And action. Mr. Dillon, uh, in your experience, are these fact, fact checkers apolitical, neutral, fact-based researchers? No, that's, that's a pretty good joke. Uh, they are not. Um, they, you know. That guy on the right right there, Dr. Bhattacharya, uh, by the way, next to the uh, head of the, uh, the B, um, that guy was at a party at Greg's house a, a couple months back. Uh, he is a PhD and an MD uh, from Stanford, and uh, he, six months before, and, and, he, and he's pro, pro hardcore, uh, pro injection, pro vax, 
and about six months um, after uh, COVID came out, him and John Ionatis did a study that basically proved that COVID had been around a year before uh, a year before anyone knew. And they proved it by testing people in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. And then that dude, Jay Bhattacharya, was canceled for it. Even though he's pro-injection, pro-all that shit, he got canceled because he said COVID came out a year before it was supposed to come out and fucked up the story. And, and the guy who did the story – and don't forget, this guy's a PhD and an MD. And I think he's a PhD like in mathematics or something. And, and then not only that, but he, he did the study with John Ionatis, who is the most published – scientist living in america probably the world today and you know you might think well who gives a fuck those guys are all corrupt and john ionati's will not speak anywhere uh where he is paid to speak he only speaks for free so it, fascinating to see these two uh, next to each other. A hardcore conservative on the left, hardcore Democrat on the right, and yet both agreeing that the censorship is completely out of control. Oh, in the in the whole fact checking apparatus, uh, it, there's just there's unbelievable hubris in in the whole project. You know, this idea, especially when we're talking about medical information too. I often hear people going back to say that well, it was based on what we knew at the time that we were saying that this was true or that this was false. All that is is an admission that our knowledge changes over time. It's a knockdown argument against censorship. If, you're, if knowledge changes over time, you should never try to say that these are the facts, these are the only things that you can say. Everyone who says something opposing to that should be silenced. Uh, it's, a, it's a knockdown argument against censorship in favor of open debate, which is the fastest, fastest and best way to get to the truth. Mr. Dillon. Bam. I don't know what this says, but I'm, I know I'm going to like it. Uh, Sima, so did we just get fat so rapidly that the flu affected obesity, obese people too quickly and hospitals got overrun like their data analysts are freaky? They had to see it coming then. I'm not sure what you're saying, but yes. We did get sick very quickly. And instead of point, I mean, we, we all know um, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's, all of those things are just distractions. Um, it's, like, it's like saying you have an infection in your finger and never acknowledging there's a splinter in there. It's like, um, it's, it's just crazy. Someone thinks I'm liberal. I'm definitely not. I'm a common sense, uh, apolitical, independent. I hate both parties. I hate people that act like 1776 is now. I hate liberals that pretend bathrooms should be shared and sports should be played by both genders. Uh, I'm saying they need a way to pay for the overrun of hospitals so they made a fake catastrophe to pay for it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Or, or it's not even a fake catastrophe, right? It's a real catastrophe, but they're just like, hey, let's really focus in on this catastrophe. Um, and instead of fixing it, let's just get more money. But, but, but the sentiment is the same. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that word fake. It's just not looking at the root of the problem. It's the same thing with the guns and the N95s. And it's like no one wants to look at the root. 
And they keep saying, well, this we need to do this in the meantime until. And that's not how the world works. When you put a bandaid, when you fix something um, and you don't and you don't cut it out at its root, you almost always you exacerbate the problem. It's like building a seawall to protect the coast. The coast, the, the, the sides just erode faster on, the, on either side of the seawall. And, and, and that's the problem you want, you want to, uh, you want to, you want, you want to, uh, and anything you want to do with guns is just going to, it's, it's like a balloon. You're going to squeeze it on one end and all the air is going to manifest into a problem on the other end. Just fix the fucking problem. And the, and the problem is this and faith, family, and morality. We, we don't have any, like, it's, it's okay that we don't agree with, um, uh, it's okay that you don't agree with the Pledge of Allegiance. It's actually good. It's okay if you're not Christian. It's actually good. I know I used to be there too. Like these fucking wackadoodles, they believe in fucking God and all this. Who cares? It, it it doesn't it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. It has we're trying to it it doesn't matter. Um, we're we're trying to we're trying to cross a uh, we're trying to all get the same thing. We want something. Isn't isn't getting what you want more important than being right? You're hit by a car crossing the street. You're in a wheelchair the rest of your fucking life. But it wasn't your fault. You were right. You had the green light. Who gives a fuck? Every day you wish that you would have just let that car go instead of looked at him and like, fuck you, I'm going. Do you know what's more vile than feeding your kids sugar? Arguing other people's weaknesses for them. Your mental illness is not curable. Uh, just so you know, uh, you say you're not a liberal, but you have the ideology of a liberal. So I get it. Uh, I say I'm not conservative, and people are like, you have the ideology of a conservative. I get it. So um, I, I believe you. You're not a liberal. Uh, but you have the ideology of a liberal. You you you've made it a full time job to argue other people's uh, limitations, plans, and you should not do that. It is it is one of the most vile uh, things you can do to another human being. It is extremely uh, oppressive. It it is is it and when you do that, that's when you um, have the uh, massa slave uh, or relationship because those people want you to argue their limitations for them. You're taking power from them and taking power for yourself. Okay. Love you guys. I will see you guys uh, tomorrow morning unless um, uh, there's always the chance that Brian Friend and I could come on. Um, and you use this word common sense because it's, it would be too hard to act because it's hiding. It means nothing. Common sense. That means nothing. Eric Weiss, thank you. 1999. Love you guys. Peace. Uh, maybe I'll see you guys tonight with Mr. Friend. Maybe not. Uh Thank you to California Hormones. Thank you to Paper Street Coffee. Thank you to Mr. Caleb and the executive producer of the show, Mr. Matthew Souza. See you guys tomorrow, maybe on YouTube.